Bible app or your physical Bible, you can, uh, uh, we are going to be in Exodus chapter 2, um, or you can follow along with the notes if you've got your Bible app there, uh, the notes are in the Bible app. Um, but as we get into it, I thought um, we would uh, start with an interview, if you will, with a mom. And this is my wife, uh, Valerie, um, and we have four children. And um, so I thought I would just have her kind of answer a couple of questions about what's going on. Because this time that we're in, for all of the mothers, um, and uh, I, I feel like the weight in terms of being at home with the kids, at least in my house, has definitely been more on her than it has on me um, in a lot of ways. So, um, so yeah, I guess uh, as a mom, uh, babe, what's been the most out of control situation that you have had to deal with during this quarantine time other than being on scaffolding and freezing cold weather in mid-May? Actually, that's probably not the most out of control. Um, first, uh, there's probably like, there's a lot of things that have been out of control, but I would say Homeschooling is not my forte. I don't really enjoy it. Um, it's really out of control all the time. The kids are fighting constantly. I don't want to do it. You have to do it. Or I go to jail because you have to go to school. And then um, food consumption. My seven-year-old eats more food in one day than I eat in a month. Um, I don't know how he does it or where he puts it, but that kid can eat food and then um, when we think we're doing good and taking the kids out on a hike my daughter falls and breaks her breaks her foot so we were at the ER there so we've been to the ER twice in the seven weeks we've been home so <laughs> you know that's fun we're doing good we're we're all right we're all alive still so there's that yeah <laughs> so as, as a as a mom what has uh, sheltering in place taught you about how to how to parent or or motherhood I guess more specifically patience patience more patience and breathe <laughs> that's about it I mean it's it, it's trying it really is a trying time it's how many moms do we have here just just curious beep if yeah 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 a lot I think y'all can relate with this um, I would think. Um, so what is the first thing that you want to do with the kids when this time is over? Take them to my mom's house and leave them for a month. Yeah. A amen. Amen. <laughs> they, they think we're kidding. I'm, I'm getting yelled at by my kids over here. <laughs> um, okay. So in all seriousness though, um, it's going to be two months, but Go on vacation. I do want to go on vacation. I need out of this place. This cold weather is killing me. How, how has your faith helped you through this, though, and from, from a more serious perspective, though? Jay and I were talking about this the other day. I just don't know how to Like, I, um, the CrossFit challenge was a huge blessing to me at this time because, I mean, I was getting, I was doing Bible apps before, but now this one is accountability a lot of accountability it's people that I talk to all the time you know so they're they're answering questions and you know they're giving me their feedback so that's been amazing um, obviously having the kids home has been you know they like to talk Bible verses and let's do this verse tonight because we do a Bible verse with our kids every night and go over it and explain it and that's been pretty cool like they're wanting to um, check it out right now like they're they're the ones that are picking the verse that we do every night and stuff so yeah. it's just been 
it's been awesome. I don't know. It's been I've been I've grown a lot through it. Closer to Christ than anything. Awesome. Awesome. Go go get in the warm van. Okay. <laughs> Love you. Thank you. Can we give it up for my wife? <laughs> all right, all right, my van just kept going. Um, my first point for all the moms here and for, uh, for my wife especially and, and all of this is that a mother's faith is out of control. A mother's faith is out of control. We've been talking about the idea of being out of control and how this whole time that we've been in, this whole quarantine and, and, and the COVID uh, and all of this stuff has really um, put us in a place of being out of control and where we don't have control like we thought we did, even though we never really did. But you know, every time we see a mom in the Bible, every time we see a mother in the Bible, the story inevitably can be boiled down to one word. And if you had to boil it all down to one word, I, I would boil it down to faith. The word faith. Um, because a mother's faith is out of control um, in, in various, various ways. Um, as I mentioned a few minutes ago, we're going to be in Exodus chapter 2. So if you do have your Bibles, you can turn there. And this is probably the most unlikely Mother's Day story uh, in some ways. Uh, I don't know if I've ever heard this on Mother's Day. I'm sure it, I'm sure it has been. But... Um, but we're going we're gonna to talk about a mom that in, in many ways gets, gets overlooked. Um, and, and this is happening, we, we talked about Joseph for two weeks. And so this is happening hundreds of years after Joseph. Joseph and all of his descendants have died over time. The Hebrews were put into slavery because the Pharaoh that took over um, really didn't care about Joseph, didn't like him. Um, didn't, it, he, didn't, he just didn't matter. And so the, the children of Israel um, continue to um, populate, if you will. Um, and so Pharaoh begins to feel threatened by this and ordered that all the Hebrew baby boys were to be killed and thrown in the Nile because he was afraid of an uprising. And this is where we pick up the story in Exodus chapter 2. Um, beginning in verse 1, and I'm going to read verse 1 through 10. So just listen to this story here. And this is about a mom who had to have an incredible amount of faith. It says, about this time, a man and a woman from the tribe of Levi got married. And the woman became pregnant and gave birth to a son. She saw that he was a special baby and kept him hidden for three months. But when she could no longer hide him, she got a basket made of papyrus reeds and waterproofed it with tar and pitch. She put the baby in the basket and laid it among the reeds along the bank of the Nile River. The baby's sister then stood at a distance watching to see what would happen to him. Soon Pharaoh's daughter came down to bathe in the river and her attendants walked along the river bank. When the princess saw the basket among the reeds, she sent her maid to get it for her. When the princess opened it, she saw the baby. The little boy was crying and she felt sorry for him. This must be one of the Hebrew children, she said. Then the baby's sister approached the princess. Should I go and find one of the Hebrew women to nurse the baby for you, she asked. Yes, do, the princess replied. So the girl went and called the baby's mother. Take this baby and nurse him for me. The princess told the baby's mother, I will pay you for your help. So the woman took her baby home and nursed him. Later, when the baby was older, his mother brought him back to Pharaoh's daughter, who adopted him as her own son. The princess named him Moses, for she explained, I lifted him out of the water. See, moms see when others do not. That's the next point, is that moms see when others do not. Moses' mom uh, name was Jochebed, 
and her, her name's not listed right here. It's, it's later in scripture. But she had the vision to see that God was providing a way. God was providing a way. She couldn't see the whole plan though, but she did have the vision to see. And, and Jochebed was willing to, to risk her own life to follow God's way because, because her decision was really clear, but, and, but with a singular focus as, as most moms, if in fact, I, I can't imagine any mom wouldn't be thinking through the idea of save the child, whatever the consequences, save, save the child. Saving Moses was more than just her will though. It was also God's will. It was God's will. She, she gave up her son. I, don't, I, I never really thought about it this way until I was reading it. She had to give up her son twice. She had to give him up twice. And she didn't know exactly what was, what was going to happen. She had no clue that not only would her son be saved, because that was the goal, save her son, but that she would actually get to, to nurse him and, and, and raise him a little bit legally and get paid for it at the same time. That's, uh, that's, that's you know, kind of the stimulus check back from the government in some ways right there happening. But, but it's amazing because her faith her faith was incredible because moms see when others do not. Hebrews eleven twenty three talks about this in the New Testament. It says, By faith, Moses' parents hid him for three months after he was born because they saw that he was no ordinary child and they were not afraid of the king's edict. See, it was, it was through the eyes of faith that Jacobed and, and Moses' father said about their son Moses, this child is going to be special. This child is going to be special. And, and they knew that because God had given them this child. Not only had God given them this, this child, but in the midst of, of a crazy circumstance. And you know, we have no way of knowing how much of God's plan that she knew. We have no way of knowing that. But, but it was enough for her to know that this was God's plan and that God had given him to her. And, and therefore he had a reason and God had a purpose in this. And that's why the next point is that moms see what others do not. So not only do moms see when others do not, but moms see what others do not. You know, we see an out of control kid. Moms see potential and purpose. And I'm sure we've all been, remember the days when we could go to the grocery store and you're there and you see, you know, the crazy kid or whatever, but, but the mom being patient and, and loving. Listen, mom and dad, if you think your child is never going to amount to much, that, that they're always going to struggle or that they're not quite up to par, that's just simply a lack of faith, quite frankly. It's, you know, because faith, as it says in Hebrews 11.1, 1, faith is the evidence of things not seen. And a mom has a way of seeing the things that no one else can see. And, and if you see your kid as a problem child, then that's going to be understood deep within them. They're, they're going to know that. You, you maybe don't even have to say those words. They're going to know. They're going to be able to sense that and how that feels. And it's going to hinder what God can and will and wants to do in their life. Jochebed knew that Moses was special. And so she went to great lengths to make sure that his life was spared. You know, I also have heard it said that, that faith this is a great definition of faith. That it's also obedience to the Lord regardless of the consequences. Think about that. Obedience to the Lord regardless of the consequences. 
See, she didn't try to adjust or improve God's plan. She protected and provided for him, and she trusted that the Lord would guide, uh, guide and direct her. And she, she literally placed him into God's hands and, and helped. Then she got to help build Moses' faith because she got to raise him for a little while. She got to nurse him. She got to pour into him and, and got to pour her faith in, into him. Because if you think about it, faith really became a defining characteristic of Moses. And where do you think that began? From his mom. And so if God asks you to give something up, if God asks you to give something up, trust him. Trust him and, and release it. If, if she had not, then the exodus would not have happened and, and many other things that happened along the way there. See, her trust and her faith was rewarded in ways that she really never got to see. But things happened later on because she had faith and because she trusted in God. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 6 say this, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight. You know, I love this verse because I always think about my mom when I read this verse because this is her life verse. And I think that's so cool because it says exactly in many ways what I'm talking about here. That a mom just has an incredible faith and trust. And you know, it took faith and trust to know that the Lord was going to take care of Moses. It took faith knowing that there was a good chance that he was going to be raised by a pagan occult way of life, yet God provided a way for Moses to be given back to her. But she had to be willing to let him go even again so that God could take him and use him for what, for what he had planned. And so my connection point for today, it's, it's really a, a question in a lot of ways. Because when I read the story of Jochebed, and I read the story of the incredible faith that this mom had. I, I think about my wife and I, I think about my mom and I think about my sister and, and all the moms <clears throat> that have really in, in, in this period of time had their world flipped, have had their world flipped and, and their control challenged. All of us have had that, but moms in, in, in a very uh, special way have had that, have had that challenged in them. Because to be honest, without a mom's control, <laughs> without a mom's control, we're all doomed. <laughs> Amen. But, you know, I see all of this and it, and it challenges me. And it forces me to ask myself this question, which is the connection point, which is this, is, is my faith out of control? Because Jochebed had to have a faith that was out of control. And by out of control, I mean completely in God's control. Completely in God's control. And boy, in this day and age, and especially in this time that we're living in, a mom needs to have a faith that's out of control. And, and that's something that all of us can learn from. And all of us need to look at our faith and really ask the question, is, is my faith out of control? Are you focused on seeing God's plan instead of trying to improve it? See, God needs our obedience, not our help. He needs our obedience. He needs our trust, not our counsel. He makes the plans and we need to walk in them by faith, just like 
our amazing godly mothers do every single day. Will you bow with me for prayer? Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for our moms. I thank you for the trust and the faith that they show. God, I thank you for, um, for the, the lessons that we can learn, not only from, from Jochebed and from, and from her faith, but God, I thank you for the lessons that we can learn from our godly mothers and mother figures that are in our lives. And so today I pray that not only can we honor them and celebrate them and as, as they deserve, um, but God, that we can take the lessons that, have been, that, that we have learned from them, especially in regards to faith, Lord, and apply that to our lives. Father, I want to have a faith that is more out of control and more in, in your control. So God, I pray that you would just um, take this message and you would use it. And Lord, maybe there is someone here or listening at home that has not taken that step of faith in, to put their faith and trust in you. I pray that today might be the day that they do that. Lord, that, that they would understand having faith and trust in you can, Lord, we can, we can know for sure that we're going to be with you one day. And so, Lord, if there is someone that doesn't know you as Savior, God, I pray that they would maybe make that decision today. Lord, that they would go to that place on our website if they're watching online, connectchurch.xyz slash next, and, and that they would read into what it means to take that next step. God, because regardless, whatever circumstance we're going through, whatever, whatever position that we're in right now, whatever thing that we're dealing with, Lord, there is nothing that you can't control and there is nothing that you can't overcome. Lord, there's nothing that you can't do. And Father, we're so grateful for that and, and we just wanna lean into that idea today. God, we love you, we praise you in Jesus' name, amen.